0: Testing one, two, three. This is Brittany. Start start
1: saying stuff instead.
0: Oh, hi Freddie. How are you doing today? I'm
1: good. How are you doing Brittany?
0: I'm doing well, thank you very much.
1: Are you excited about this first episode?
0: Uh yeah, a little nervous, but you know see how it goes. I'm a little tired.
1: Hey
0: everybody, you're listening to Rated BA. I'm Brittany. And I'm Freddie. And today, we are talking about um, one of my favorite shows, Game of Thrones. In particular, we will be talking about a specific episode, and that is the Hodor episode. So, if you haven't watched that yet, um, I don't know what's wrong with you, but... Yeah,
1: you really gotta start. (laughs)
0: Um... So yeah, so you should turn this off right now because there are some major spoilers, let me tell you. And we will be talking about those spoilers in detail. Yeah, so so
1: probably one of the biggest things is... is I would think it's probably one of the biggest reveals in the show. At least maybe one of the types... A it's different type you definitely of reveal. up
0: there. It's 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 one of the most significant reveals, and and if you haven't turned off by now, um, you probably should. So go back and watch it. But yeah. now we're going to get into some spoilers. So
1: you want to go? Let's let's keep let's leave that for last.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we'll talk about that last. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about? Sure. Uh, the beginning of the. Of the episode, uh, at yeah, The yeah. beginning of the episode, and then a little bit about its like thematic elements of like girl power and all that stuff, and then we'll go back into the whole stuff.
1: Yeah. So one thing I found really interesting in this show is, or this episode is, I, I think people make could make the argument that there have been there have been different episodes that have included uh, advancement of the women characters in this show, mm-hmm. but in this one, I, I think it's kind of one of the ones that kind of started it off, um, especially with Sansa. Uh, since it starts with her um, confronting Littlefinger after she's pretty much given off to, um, what's his name? Raz- Ramsey. Ramsey. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think one of those things, it's uh, it was really effective in the way I think you described it.
0: Yeah, so I think this moment is so powerful because, I mean, basically we know that Littlefinger, a.k.a. Little Prick, um, sold her off to Ramsey. And so she knows that and he knows that and and he knows that she knows. And so everything is open and like they, they both know what happened, but she still approaches it in this way where she gains so much power from this conversation. It's so moving. And then you have, um, you know, Lady Brienne behind her, who's this just, wonderful life force like of a, a woman tower, really. yeah but she's so great i love lady Brian. she's one of my favorite characters and but honestly she didn't even need her i mean she was just her own woman and so what made it so powerful was the fact that um she was talking about her her rape her sexual assault um by well, the, well,
1: hold on she he, she doesn't though she kind of well that makes what, him dig it
0: well no that's what i'm talking oh, about okay. um for so rudely interrupted <laughs> <laughs> So she, she talks about it, but then she doesn't talk about it. So she approaches it in a way where she gets so much power back uh, from that situation by making Littlefinger uh, describe it to her. So she starts off by saying, you know how he is and you can you guess what he did to me? You know what he did to me. And then he's like, well, did he beat you? Did he cut you? And she's like, oh, OK, so you do know how who he is. So. It's so powerful in this moment because nobody's really describing anything in detail. I mean, he's not, she's not. But we, but we all know. We all know because we kind of don't even need that description. I mean, we all know how Ramsey is. We all saw those scenes. We all know. We all knew how Sansa has grown from that um, un- super unfortunate event. And so it's just so powerful to see her kind of um, taking... Um, all of that power back especially from someone like Littlefinger who basically is the first person to take it all away
1: I think it's also interesting that how long it took because normally I think in in any other scene with different uh, um, characters and circumstances I feel like I'd be bored with that Mm -hmm. uh, that scene but she just keeps dragging it and dragging it until he finally admits pretty much that he knows what, what, what went on and that kind of don't know it's normally it would it it would be a bore Mm -hmm. but i just felt thrilled just listening continuing having that scene continue on even though we know what's going on
0: i think so too i think the fact that it was such limited details coupled with the fact that we already know who ramsey is and how he Mm -hmm. is it really just makes you imagine the brutality Instead of them just telling it. So it's almost so much worse because you're imagining all of these different options and they're not even telling you what happened. But you're just basically imagining the worst possible scenario for her because of, you know, what we've seen with Ramsey so far.
1: I think she kind of portrays um, that character pretty well in that respect as well. Yeah, Um, I love Sansa. Especially in other episodes in the season. Yeah. Um. But I do think another woman that another female character that's that I really uh, stood out for me in this episode was Yara. Yes. And uh, when she has that um, um, I don't know when she confronts her people, saying that she wants to be their ruler, their their queen.
0: Yeah. See, I love I love Yara too. I mean, I just kind of love all of the females in this show, yeah. and it's so mm-hmm. funny because when I was like looking at Yara uh and her uncle have this debate about who should take the throne for the Iron Islands. Um I was <laughs> I know
1: where you're going with this.
0: Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like man, am I re-watching the uh Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton debates? Because honestly, that's what it felt like. Because you have this woman here who's strong and she knows what she's doing. She's proven herself. She's proven herself she's experienced and uh, then you have this guy who's been gone. I mean, where the hell has he been not doing anything and has no experience and feels entitled to this position and is literally talking about his penis the whole time. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> the 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 comparisons are overwhelming here. So I just thought that was funny. And so, of course, um, Theon finally steps up and defends his sister like he should have. Um, you know. I loved
1: how they both kind of gave each other looks, though. Like I felt yeah. like they they both were going through. Like he, it was a big hurdle for him. I mm-hmm. think because he's a guy. He's a I guess you could say the rightful heir. But um, looking at him and then them looking at each other, you can tell how right. much of a big step this is within their their own relationship
0: and i think that he knows that i mean i think he knows that without yara he would be nothing i mean yeah. he'd still be at the grasps of ramsey bolton so yara is just everything and she's proven herself to be a leader and um a really good big sister so he's kind of defending her in that right and the uncle is just such a prick and it's so disheartening when i when you find out that he actually doesn't drown and comes, you know, <laughs> comes to life to be the king of the Iron Islands.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, but she got those ships though.
0: Yeah, she does. So, and she's got Daenerys, possibly. So we'll see where that goes. Um. Okay, so now, do you want to talk any more about? Uh... No, I mean,
1: I, I those were the only two female moves that I kind of saw. Well, I mean, you can talk about Sansa and in in later on in the episode too when she mm. tries to when you can start seeing her um, strategic moves a little more, shes you can tell that she's becoming a, a bigger player, oh, an yeah. actual player in the Game of Thrones now, yeah. now that she's actually escaped. And even though it's kind of seen as she's she's been taken under um, Jon's wing, she hasn't really. She's really just um, grown out of that and mm-hmm. and is a woman now and can think for herself and can offer her own strategies.
0: It's so nice. I mean, it's so nice to see her and John together. I mean, this is the first time in a really long time that we've seen some Starks um, together. And so, but it it is a little weird. It's not like tension. It's almost a little bit of awkwardness because like before all of this, we saw the way Sansa treated John. She was, you know, he's a bastard. He's not my family. Things like that. And she always saw him as beneath her and she's, now she's
1: really the one that kind of pushed him away out of yeah, all the siblings.
0: Yeah. Uh, aside from Catelyn, who was the worst. Yeah. Um But so anyway, so it's weird to see their dynamic now because it's almost like none of that even matters compared to what they went through. It's kind of like, Oh, first world problems is what they had beforehand. But um it, I think because of that, uh, even though she loves John, she respects John, she's happy to be with John. She feels like he wouldn't hurt her and protect and he protects her. Um, there's still this like veiled kind of um, uh, you know wall that she puts up a little bit because she doesn't tell him about Littlefinger and she is kind of goes behind his back you know we'll see later on Um, but it, it, it ends up working out for his benefit but I think that dynamic which what they had previously is still kind of there so I'm anxious or curious to see how that's gonna play out later yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine um, I just think they've both gone through a lot and they're a little traumatized I mean for god's sakes John died so <laughs> and then he came back to life so
1: so one, another another uh, female character well probably my favorite character one of my favorite characters is Arya and uh, although she didn't really have that kind of um, I don't, uh, a moment where she's gaining more ground or anything like that her experiences or the scenes that included her were what I found very interesting because it's kind of pretty much the reenactment of the first season, and and how how uh, what's his name um, the king uh, ended up dying from the boar. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And and because yeah, you follow all these characters and like Ned and and his daughters, and they all have their own different perspectives, and that's how we take in the show. And then once you see this, um, yeah, it's a... You're talking about the play, right? Yeah, the play. It's it's. I mean, it's supposed to be comedic, but you also... You kind of get a different perspective on how the people, the peasants who don't really matter in the show, how they see it, and it's not really that big of a deal for them. And I, I don't know, I just found that very interesting because it kind of... It, it brought it back to me and in a different way that I didn't expect it to.
0: Yeah, I liked the play. It was uh, interesting. It was almost a little bit surreal because... It happened so long ago, and so many things have happened since then. Um, but it was almost like you said, like a little refresher or replay, um, but in a different perspective.
1: Without be without it being a flashback, right? Too. So, and what I find interesting too is that I don't because of the how the show's been going on. I'm not. I wasn't really into the flashbacks this season, and it's funny how how we're the big the big moments of the first season are reenacted within a play as opposed to a flashback. Um uh but but yeah, I, I guess I just found that interesting, the fact that it was different.
0: Yeah. Alright. So the beginning of this episode it starts off actually a little slow. Um I mean there's things going on here and there, but there's a lot of talking. And then it moves into the Hodor stuff. <laughs> so excuse me, I need to like ground myself because every time I talk about this, I just get so emotional. And it's like, what, six months later <laughs> that <Yeah>. I first <laughs> seen it. And I we just recently watched it to kind of, you know, get a refresher for this uh, podcast episode. And I was still with tears in my eyes. Were you really? Yeah. That's I funny. Like my voice was <laughs> cracking. I was like, mm, I'm fine. So, but yeah, so with the Hodor episode, um... It's just it's just really overwhelming, and I and I really liked. Um, you know, we we see that Bran goes and he uh, kind of does the flashback thing with like the three eyed Raven. You know his you know his crazy tripping stuff, and so he he goes back and he sees the um, what is it the white the white walk White King or what's his name?
1: Uh, not just the King, I think. The, the
0: Night King or something like that, something of the King of the White Walkers, and so. Anyways, he touches him, and now he can come in. So now we know, right, there's this um, knowledge that we all have now that the Three-Eyed Raven let us know that the White Walkers are going to come. So it's inevitable they're going to come. And I don't know, There's. it's almost like... Kind of calm, like right when they found out, and they're like, "Okay, well, we have all this time, but like, let's pack up." And so you see Hodor um, and uh, the other woman that kind of takes care of Brand. I forgot her name.
1: Yeah, I'll look her up.
0: And so she is just talking to Hodor about, "Oh, I can't wait to go home for a little bit. I'm gonna have some eggs. I'm gonna have a blood sausage and some bacon." So then, you know, Hodor's like engaging, and then all of a sudden, you see their breath. And then just right there in that moment, you know, shit's about to hit the fan.
1: And I love those kind of indicators where they're just so, they're so uh, nuanced they're small mm-hmm. that, I mean, you really have to be paying attention to the show. you right. can't be on your phone and not know what's going on.
0: Exactly. Because it happens so quick. And so then she runs outside and then there they are. And so anyways, they come in and, you know, the children of the forest are trying to fight them off. And there's just, just. There's just this sense of urgency, and it just happens so quickly, right? Just in a panic. I mean, one minute they're talking about um, what they're going to eat when they go home, and packing slowly. and the next minute, they're just scrambling. And so I really love the fact that um, you know they're they're trying to get all this stuff done without Brand's help. I mean, Brand is still warped into another era, and it's almost really flesh training because one this is all brand's fault <laughs> and then uh two because he's not doing anything to help so finally you know he uh goes into hodor and he helps and then freddy stopped me if you want to pause on any of these moments but so then he morphs into hodor and then the three-eyed raven looks at him and is like well you know now you got to take over and it's like i'm not ready he's like no you're not <laughs> but this is what the situation is so We'll see more of that later, probably with Bran, but then it just goes into this just like downward spiral for me, at least for me. So for me, the first thing that hits is, um,
1: them looking at each other, or um,
0: no, not that look- Bran looks at him. No, it's a spiral of death. That's what gets me like this. <laughs> I mean, all of that's really emotional. But the spiral of death, like for me, it was so overwhelming because I had no time to mourn anybody. Like first, especially his dire wolf. Yeah, that's the thing. The first one was Summer's death. And I, and I thought it was so, I don't know, telling. And I, and I feel like this is George R. Martin, like really playing into like his fucking genius of weaving <laughs> interwebs because his dog's name is Summer. Right. And Mm -hmm. you're the White Walkers coming and killing him. And every everybody in this goddamn show has been telling us that winter is coming. Right. So what happens when summer has gone? Yeah, you get winter. So, that's I, basically what happened. I mean, you I, get fall, but then you get winter. I wouldn't put
1: it past George R.R. R. Martin knowing that or doing that purposely because of the way this episode ends.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, literally, they killed Summer, so now winter is upon us. I mean, there is no more Summer, and that was tragic. I mean, I'm a dog person, so when Summer died, I was already crying. And then you have uh, the three-eyed raven who dies next, and you're like, oh, shit. I mean, this person is pretty significant, and then after that, you have the Children of the Forest. And you know that they're a very unique people. So it's kind of like, oh, crap, that sucks. And the way they they kill her, just like by stabbing her, that's kind yeah. of very vulgar right there. And then before you know it, I mean, you're mourning all of these deaths, right? And then before you know it, you get like punched in the gut with Holder's Reveal. And it's almost like... I felt, because I was, like, already all emotional, you know, like, in Mortal Kombat, where they're, like, (laughs) finish her. (laughs) And, like, it was just, like, an uppercut to the face. (laughs) And I was, like, this is it. Like, I'm just standing there, like, in Mortal Kombat. This is how I go. Finish her. (laughs) That's literally how I felt. Um, but they do it so slowly it's almost like it's like in slow motion that like they uppercut me just like I just imagine like an emoji of like George R. Martin just coming up to me and just like <laughs> a little slow- short emoji. yeah, a little fat one just like slowly raising his fist up into <laughs> my face um, because they do it slow and the way they did it was so perfect. Um, and when you think about it, You know, you see Hodor, you see the flashback. That's when Bran's still in the past, see the flashback of Hodor. And then it's almost like Bran already knew, right? Yeah. It's almost like he kind of saw everything coming before we did. Like, just moments before. And he kind of pieced it together. So then you see Bran, you see Hodor. And then you hear... um, Did you figure out her name?
1: No, I couldn't find
0: her. Um, Oh, God, I forgot her Just call her her what's-her-name. No, it's like something unique. But anyways... You hear her voiceover in the flashback saying, hold the door. And at that very second, I was like, "Um." wait a minute. I know. I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, wait, no. Are you serious? And then I was like, no, 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 no fucking way. (laughs) No fucking way. This can be what's happening right now. And then you keep hearing it. And then, you know, Holder goes into like his seizure. And then he starts saying it. And it's just like, you're still in denial. And you're like, what's going on? And then all you can think of in that moment as, like, he's getting closer from, like, holding the door to Hodor is, like, what kind of fucking mind does, like, George R. R. Martin have <laughs> to weave this storyline so perfectly and none of us saw it coming. Like, literally, nobody saw that coming. Like, not even fucking Bran saw that coming. And if you said that you saw that coming... You're a damn liar. Okay. So <laughs> nobody saw that coming. And that's why it was such a significant reveal. Because Hoder has been there since the beginning.
1: Yeah, since the beginning.
0: Since the beginning. So, George R. Martin would have had to, like, really thought this through. I mean, it's yeah, not I like... I
1: think he has, though. That's I mean, thing. he
0: has. But it's just... That's just not the way my mind works. And so, when he revealed that, I was like, oh, my God. Like, And it just, to me, it was so significant. Because you have this individual... And he's always been, like, a pacifist. Yeah. And he's always, even since he was younger, you can see it. I mean, he was babied and he, but he was, like, always this big kid, but who was humble and, you know, nice to others. And, you know, just this gentle giant. And then you have him just dedicate his whole life to Bran. And, you know, when Bran had his accident and was paralyzed, you just really saw who he who hodor was as a person i mean he had one line throughout the entire show (laughs) but you really got to know him i mean he he really um came into his own as like bran's protector and um you know carrying him around and really sacrificing himself like really sacrificing himself like it's almost as though he he bran gave hodor a purpose But then it's kind of counterintuitive because Bran is the original person who took away Holder's, like, sense of self (laughs) in the beginning. So at first you really love Bran and Holder's relationship because you're like, oh, he gave him a sense of purpose. He's a caretaker now. He helps Bran. Bran helps him. Like, they're two in one. But then you realize that, like, oh, crap. Like, his whole purpose, like, since, you know, before Bran was born was to protect Bran. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's almost, it's just, it's so disheartening, but so beautiful. And I seriously cry every time. Like the first time I watched that, Freddie Freddie and I weren't watching it together. Yeah,
1: we were different states apart. Yeah. We had like, we watched it and then we talked about, I don't know, maybe half an hour on the phone after just talking about this specific scene. I mean, that whole episode was good, but this scene just shadows the whole, the rest of it
0: yeah almost the rest of the season to be honest um <laughs> for when, you yeah i can see that when for me it hit me hard i don't know why yeah. um but i was watching that TV and i was like seriously like kim kardashian ugly crying like bawling i literally had to pause the episode because i couldn't compose i was like <gasps> like not catching my breath and i don't know I I don't know why it hit me so hard I mean I think it's just because like what I was talking about about going back about you know Hodor's sense of purpose and who he was and and it's almost sad it's like sad and beautiful because this whole character is built around Bran right and we see that Bran's I mean people have already sacrificed themselves for Bran a few times and so it's just crazy to me how Hodor has just like had one purpose in his life and he fulfilled it. And that's kind of the beautiful part of it, too, is that he fulfilled it. And now, you know,
1: now he's done.
0: Now he's done. And his character has done what he needed to do.
1: See, I, I didn't have that kind of reaction, though. My reaction was more of a of disbelief, really, because <laughs> if I mean, if you it just kind of makes you feel like, well, how come I didn't know before? Right. You know, throughout the whole show.
0: It's something that seems so obvious later on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but then when you're watching you're like, "Oh, just that's Hodor."
1: It's just so and it's compared to other reveals or shocks or surprises in the show, it's just so different cuz it's it because we're, it, it makes you feel like we were supposed to know. Um, it it almost feels like it was a slow burn. Mm-hmm. And and there's yeah. something I talked to you about too is like I like, as a filmmaker I was like I was trying to figure out or how how is this different? Because I know it impacts me mm-hmm. very deliberately, but I couldn't understand how. And I think it's just the the idea of 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 destiny, and and I think that was that was his destiny as opposed to uh, other characters in the show. You're, it's not really, I mean, it's, the is never re- revealed, Mm-mm. you know. So that's I don't know that that was a definitely uh, one of those things that that makes this show great. Um, and if you heard this. Before you watch the show, oh, man, you're. I feel Shame bad for on you.
0: you! I already told you to turn yeah. this off.
1: But um, but yeah, I mean, it's it really makes the show so much better. Um, and and it was funny. It's not. It wasn't even at the end of the season where I most know. of the big stuff happens. It was in the middle of the season, season uh, episode five, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was such a great ending for a great episode.
0: Oh, Hodor.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Anything else about that episode? How we can do good? No,
1: no, that was. I think that was it. In
0: yeah. honor of Hodor tonight, we'll pour some out for the homie Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, but yeah. Cool. All right, guys. All right, so that was
1: the end of season of episode
0: one. Catch you next time.
1: Hey guys, come back next week. We'll be talking about two different movies, The One I Love and The Discovery. One's available on Netflix and one is on Amazon Prime.